Hey you guys, this is Matthew. Uh, fortunately, I made a little mistake uh, while recording this watch-along, so therefore I broke it up into two parts, so hope you all enjoy it nevertheless. The watch-along for Lone Wolf and Cub Sword of Vengeance. Enjoy. I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Matthew Barris here. And welcome to Enter the Bat Cave. And we're continuing on here with our celebration of Asian New Year with another film, another watch along. We're looking at Lone Wolf and Cub, Sword of Vengeance. Yep, we're looking at the first Lone Wolf and Cub, Sword of Vengeance. So if you have this on DVD or if you have this on HBO Max, I'm going to give you some time to set it up. As I got me some pomegranate kombucha. And actually, this is what I call my um, piss and shit days. Yep, Sundays are my piss and shit days. I call it piss and shit because um, on Sundays I fast, as I'm opening my kombucha here. There we go. 
And when I fast, I drink nothing but liquids, which means water, kombucha, milk, juice. And basically all I do is just piss and shit. Because that gets all the, uh, you know, that gets, you know, all the stuff out, you know, cleans all, all the bad stuff out and what have you. So, anyways, before we get into the film, yep, Lone Wolf and Cub. This is based off of the famous manga, and this manga... Of course, it's still available. Uh, you can get it wherever they sell comic books and mangas. And this was... And of course, uh, actually, I didn't read the mangas. Um, yeah, the mangas. Um, I know of the mangas, but I never read them. I read the um, Lady Snowblood uh, mangas, which were the um, one of the major inspirations behind... Um, Quentin Tarantino's Kill Bill films. Kill Bill's Volume 1 and 2. But I never read these. And... Of course, I have seen Shogun Assassins, which was a combination of Lone Wolf and... All the Lone Wolf and Cub films. You know, uh, Lone Wolf and Cubs 1, 2, and what have you. But I'm watching the original film right here. Uh, Lone Wolf and Cubs Sword of Vengeance. And this movie was released in 1972. It was released on January 15th, 1972. It was distributed by Toho, which um, distributed a lot of Japanese films. It was basically the, um, the Shaw Brothers of Japan. You know, I say Shaw Brothers because uh, Shaw Brothers, of course was um was very huge in china in hong kong and the film was released in the united states about a year later a year and a half later august um of 1973 and of course they cut down the running time of it it was 83 minutes and now hopefully i hope you all have it set up here hope you all have it set up on your hbo max yep hbo max they got all the great samurai films and this is one of them a true classic and we're about to look at it right now gonna count it down in 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 Two, one. Here we go. Of course, this is a the Criterion Collection. You see the Janus Films that has distributed a lot of international films, including uh, this one right here. And then we see the Toho Company Limited logo as well. Katsu Production.
there in the opening scene. We see Ogami, Itu Ogami, walking here with the Shogun's son. I will. We see all the um, servants there. Wait, sorry, that's not, uh, oh, wait, that's, oh, that's not Ido, that's, uh, that's a samurai. I mean, sorry, that's the Shogun there. Replay and witness the last moments of the Lord as his loyal vessels. <laughs> it is our duty. Basically, what he's what they're going to do is commit um, Hayakuri or yeah Hayakuri, which is um, or seppuku, whatever you call it. Um, it's roughly translated as uh, you know um, you know getting cut on the neck, you know you know meaning to die with honor. And there we see Ito Ogami. Yep, Ito Ogami. Played by Tomi Bashiro Wakayama. And of course, um, he has played o Ito Ogami in many of the Lone Wolf and Cub films. <clears throat> there he is, given the sword. Son, you know, we only need this fan here. And now he places the this uh, wooden thing, I forget what you call it in Japanese, he places it right behind him. Here comes the sword. He's got the fan. Oh yeah, killing a kid. This is, uh, of course, I can imagine by today's standards this would be seen as pretty cruel, but 
this is the samurai um, tradition. Here we see into the long speech of Togoa, Shogunite, took in her own hand and controlling their daimyo lords with their hand domains with Japan. Any signs of disagreement could cost the lord his title and his family land. Any sign of this, oh yeah, in this reign of terror, three separate agencies were created. First, the network of ninja spies called Oniwaban and Garden Sons was tasked to seek out reasons to abolish the hand. And second, Shikawa or assassins were charged with killing domain officials who might obstruct the shogunite's political will. Third, to assassinate condemned Daimon lords performed this suffocal self-execution. The Kakushin, the executioner, was tasked to be their second, their final inspection. Despite network was operated by the Shurikawa clan, the assassinations were performed by the Yagyu clan. And Ito Ogami was the shogunite's official Kakushin executioner. Privileged to wear robes bearing the holy chalk crest of the Tokugawa clan. And there we see the title, Lone Wolf and Cub. Sword of Vengeance. Of course, uh... Shintaro Katsu was the producer, and Shintaro Katsu is the brother of Tomi Shirowakiyama. Yep. And their father was Minoru Okiroba, who is a kabuki performer and Naguta singer. Kabuki meaning, um,. Of course, Kabuki, we all know as, you know, with the mask and, you know, you know, they did plays and what have you. And he went by the stage name, uh, Katsutoji Kenya. Sorry if I butchered the pronunciation. And the family as a whole, they were Kabuki performers. Yeah, they're Kabuki performers. And, uh... Shintaro Katsu, uh, Katsu, he actually um, would go on to star in his own films, of course, in the Hoodlum Soldier series, the Zadowichi series, and also as Hanzo the Razor. And, and there we see Gomi walking through the woods there, and we see the man talking about him. And also, Kamishiro Wakayama, uh, also uh, skilled in martial arts. He's um, trained in the art of judo as well as uh, kenpo, um, iado, uh, kendo, and Bojitsu. Uh, Bojitsu meaning the art of uh, staff, you know, uh, stick, you know, learning to fight with the staff, you know, stick fighting. And Iado and Kendo, um, there's a mispronunciation of Kendo. Uh, kendo is, um, is not really sword fighting per se, it's mostly uh, with uh, stick fightings, you know, bamboo sticks. 
and uh, you know they put on the gear, you know, and they, you know, they have fights and stuff with that. And Yato is when they practice with the real sword, the art of uh, drawing and attacking with the with the sword. And we see this uh, lady right here taking um, Daikiro, uh, the sun, and also exposing the breast there, thinking that that's her, um, that's her son. And and of course, uh, he goes off and sucks. The boob there <laughs> and of course uh the mother um is telling the lady yeah they're um to give him back because <laughs> hmm. i'll save up some money and come see you again hmm. yeah she's clearly out of her mind she's a uh, batshit crazy <laughs> And then, of course, uh, she goes to pay him and says, you know, well, you know. And then, of course, uh, he says, that won't be enough. It just so happens. Oh, sorry, Mr. Uh, the subtitles. Subtitles go by fast here. Um, he says, a man deceived her and left her. She had to put up her baby for adoption. But he caught a cold and passed away. And since then, as you can see, my daughter has gone insane. <laughs> she can't tell other people's children from her own. And she's thinking, like, oh, my God, you know, like, this man is going to kill her and kill her, her daughter. <laughs> and, and, of course, um, Ogami Ito, of course, ignores it and realizes he understands, you know, that the woman is clearly mentally ill. And then we see the rain falling down and covers up the the little cart and goes off and walks around now as for the little kid who plays uh um Daigro going through the um yeah I'm going through right here the um As you go, go to a flashback of when the baby was much younger and getting breastfeeded by this woman here, his mother. Yeah, Daigro, the little kid, is played by Akihiro Tomikawa. And... Now I'm just looking through here on the uh, I International Movie Database on him. Uh, nothing much is said about his contributions in films other than uh, being in the Lone Wolf and Cub series. And he was born in 1968. Wait, hold on. 
Yeah, that's uh, pretty much all the uh, information here on him. And of course, um, the woman who plays uh, the wife, who will soon be be killed. Um, that that is um, yeah, that is played by Kiko Fujita. Yeah, Kiko Fujita. She was also in Yakuza Law, in also in Akia Dai. Uh, Akio Roshi as well. And not much is also said about, not much is known about her either. Also, by the way, the uh, crazy woman, uh, her name is Riko Kashihara. Yeah, she was born in 1945 in Nagoya, Japan. And she was also in the uh, the Hong Kong film um, A Man Called Tiger. Yeah, it was a Chinese martial arts film starring uh, Jimmy Wang Yu, famous um, Shaw Brothers actor. And yeah, that's pretty much all that's known about her acting uh, career as well. And now we cut tonight. It says a cold night prayer right there in the subtitles. And we see the assassins. Oh, something from my Facebook, Facebook notifications. Yep, we see the Shogun's ninjas approaching um, Ogami Ito's place. Of course, um, the Shogun uh, does not trust him. They break in and they kill his wife. Oh, geez. <laughs> and there we. See her right there reaching for her kid, and she collapses. And he says, A zombie. Who could have done such? <laughs> of course, uh, in the English, 
and of course in Shogun Assassins, he says, you know, they will pay in rivers of blood. We see him walking around there. He sees uh, most of the villagers have been killed as well. And there we see him holding the baby. And he lays her right beside uh, his dead mom, which is uh, very creepy and not something I would um, do for my son, but, um, but of course, uh, you know, he says, but of course, um, <clears throat> you know, I guess he wants to, um, have his son's last memories of his mom, you know, leading right, you know, being right by her side, and now he swears to avenge, to avenge her. Inspector General outside the door saying that he's here on official business. And he brings his men. Master Yagui. Three of the men committed seppuku in front of the gate of the Yagudu clan. <clears throat> there it says, uh, read the scripture, says, Bow to punish you, we vow to avenge our Lord, Hiroto, and placate his departed soul, and to eradicate the Ogami clan of the Shogunite executioner. Ito Ogami serves in the high office of the official. Executioner, but he abuses his authority like a parasite in a lion's body. He is a traitor who aims to overthrow the Shogunite. Know that such proof exists inside the Ogami family temple. In the name of the Shogunite, and mindful of the grief of our Lord, who met his demise by such a traitor, we are hereby punish the evil Ogami clan and then follow our Lord in death. Senshu Ikomya Domain Vessels, Higa Oti, Shinjugu Watabi, and Kochijomo Majagi signed in blood. Three samurai killed themselves to deliver this letter. Wow. <laughs> and the inspector uh, general. General is played by Tokyo Oki. T O K I O. Tokyo, and he was also in Zatoichi the Outlaw in 1967, so you can catch him in that film. There we see um, 
you know, the little statue there, the Holy Jack crest, and there he's being set up, he's being framed. So now, he's... So now he's being labeled as a murderer and, you know, traitor, so now he's gonna be given no choice but to go on the run. Interrogate him. And they go in there to take him in. And of course, um, they come to prepare to take him in, but of course, he's not going to allow that. Hmm. Oh, push one up against. Up against the wall there. Hmm. Yeah, knows that they sent him. Excuse me, Yahoo of setting him up. Hmm. And of course, uh, you still, um, yeah, he's still saying that he's innocent, and now he's going to fight his way out of this one here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now it's really starting to get good now. Because of the Agua clan of uh, conspiracy here. And yeah, I mean, I saw this, um, this is the part I saw in Shogun Assassins, and, um, you know, this movie has Shogun Assassins, and, um, and of course, uh, seeing this as the real thing, you know, as, um, you know, the actual film, you know, this is amazing, because, um, the parts in, uh, this one, in part one of Lone Wolf and Cub Sword of Vengeance, uh, some parts, um, I mean, most of the parts were in Shogun Assassins, the first one, and the rest were just like a mash-up of all the other films and stuff like that, so... <clears throat> you know, as I mentioned earlier in the film, I mean, earlier in the in this, and... Thank God for the wonders of uh, HBO Max, we get to see these films, as well as uh, other samurai films that are um, available on um, HBO Max. If you go to the Turner Classic... Um, movies uh you go to turner classic movies um portion of it and you go to international you can find these movies and you can um you know you can watch these films and i'm a huge fan of uh chambara you know samurai films and and these are just amazing here yeah these are just amazing films <laughs> Some more notifications here. And here we go. Oh, look at the blood. Oh, 
man, look at all the cuts right there. And it goes outside. Oh, man. Look at the blood just splurting out. And, you know, it's these movies that really were an influence on the, um, not only the Shaw Brother films, I mean, the Shaw Brother sword films like, um, you know, the One-Armed Swordsman and, you know, also in, um, I would say, you know, the, you know, like the Magic Blade and stuff, but also the, an influence on the Kill Bill films as well, and also other Japanese movies that were later to come out. I mean, you know, you know, samurai films, <coughs> you know, when it came to blood, I mean, they were the masters in it, you know, as we see, um, Ogami now, um, taking on the Shogun's, uh, son here, right in the water, you know, and I love this part right here, he puts the sword right into the water, and we see the, the Shogun here, <clears throat> doing his own commentary, watching, up, swipes at the sword, brings the sword up, wham, cuts at the stomach, oh, and he goes down, Red Sue of the Eurofund, you damn little brat, you and Yura Yaku use every treachery to advance your clan's glory, I will never forgive you, I will crush the Yura Yaku with the wrath of the Ogami clan, Yagyu exists because of the Shogunite. And the Shogunite exists because of the Yagyu. Do not forget that. Shogun, as you may, you are nothing. This destiny has been set in stone. <clears throat> fight me, Retsudu. I won't fight you. Now that Bison has been defeated, I'll make sure that Shogun settles the matter. Wash your neck and wait for the blade. Wait, Red Suit. I will never forgive you and your Yakuyu clan. <laughs> the River of Greed, the Ome Yaku, the River of Fury, the Yorayaku. Though you may attack me on two sides with plots and blood, I walk on the white path of righteousness. Though I may become a corpse and reduced to bones, I shall have my vengeance. <laughs> Good dialogue there. <clears throat> and we cut back to the present times. So we see him walking in the rain. And like I was saying, you know, I mean... Seeing the blood coming out of there, I mean, you also saw the blood in the other Shaw Brother films, especially in um, King Boxer, Five Fingers of Death, and, you know, you see the blood just splurred out and stuff. I mean, it looked so realistic and what have you. And, you know, it's just that gore and and stuff. I mean, I, I still to this day, it's, you know, it's just amazing. You also see it in the... You know, in the John Woo films, you know, the, um, and not only, 
his, um, you know, the gun fu films, you know, like The Killer and A Bear of Tomorrow, but you also see it in um, his swordplay film in 1979 called uh, Last to Roll for Chivalry as well, uh, starring Damien Yao and, um, and, uh, Wai, and uh, Wai Pak or Wai Pei. And, you know, um, <clears throat> and of course, uh, as we all know in real life, um, you know, you would not uh, be uh, skeeting out blood like that. <laughs> um, in fact, actually, um, you know, when, you know, for the, for the, for the Lone Wolf and Cub films, um, you know, when talking about it, uh, one expert said that, um, you know, you would not bleed like that unless you had um, garden hose for veins. And that is actually really true. And I, of course, I would know that having um, cut myself um, a few times uh, accidentally and um, having bled a few times myself is that, uh, you know, even if you did, well, I've never tapped an artery, but even if you were to tap an artery, um, you know, you would not just be squirting out blood like that, just going, I mean, most likely it would just, like, ooze out, you know, just ooze out. <clears throat> and there we see him here at the uh, Edo Mansion here with his uh, son. Hmm, actually, stuff I as I have sincere requests to make. Please forgive my rudeness if I am mistaken. <laughs> of course, he requests his assassination. He says that there are four to kill by 100 Ryo, which is like dollars. <laughs> He tells him the he's gonna tell him the reason for these assassinations. Of course, he hands in the uh, the blanket. There, they look like dominoes. There, oh, oh, and he kills the two guys right from. Behind, didn't even look at him. He goes, tell me the story. <laughs> oh, that is badass right there. Oh, the main house elder Ramon Sikunsuguro intends to treacherously kill the legitimate but sickly heir Noriko. Have Takamaro from a branch family succeed our lord, and thus grab absolute power of Oyamada domain. Oh, Lord Nobrega will be visiting his domain for the first time. <laughs> oh, he'll leave the, he'll leave Edo in two days. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yep, so now he's become a hired assassin. <laughs> Does, uh, Lone Wolf now. <laughs> yeah, Imagito. Yeah, Okami Ito. Now he lays out the uh, the map. 
And of course, he warns him about the Ronin that's standing by there. You know, talks. And we see a look at the dead bodies. <laughs> about the Yomada 3. Yep. Yep, the Yomada 3 who are skilled killers. Maybe see him traveling there. We see uh, mom and the little kid there playing with a little ball. <clears throat> Sing a little Japanese song. <clears throat> and then we get to a flash back pretty soon of when they. Um, when Okami and um, Daigoro made their vow to go on their pledge and we see the ball and the sword and he basically tells him and he tells Daigoro you know you have to um, make a choice because the Shogunite's men will be going after him and that um, <clears throat> now if he chooses the ball then he will choose life but if he chooses the sword, then you know, then he will be choosing death, and that he, that he will um, kill him. making the speech to him now. And grabs the sword and gets the colorful little ball there. That's a nice look looking ball. You know. There <laughs> you may choose your own way. Choose this Dotanku sword and you'll join me in the way of the assassin. Choose the ball and I'll send you to your mother in the neither world. Daigoro, of course, you don't understand anything. Not your father's words, nor what is about to happen. However, the blood of the Ogami clan who is in your body shall determine your destiny. <clears throat> You 
Yeah, and of course, uh, anyone who's probably watching this movie, right? Well, of course, uh, we all know what happens, but, um, I mean, but of course, if you're someone who uh, hasn't watched this movie before, and if uh, you're someone who comes into this movie late and you're seeing this for the, and you're seeing only the scene, you know, you're probably like, oh, please, please choose the ball, choose the ball, and... <clears throat> But, um, but of course, uh, he does wind up, um, choosing the sword. <clears throat> yep, he chooses the sword, he chooses to be with his father. joined your late mother my poor child assassin with a child remember that girl this is our destiny There we see the um, <clears throat> the Shogun's uh, men showing up, showing up to take him in. Of course, he's not going to go without a fight. <clears throat> and he's been sentenced to death by Seppuku along with his son. Ito and Daigoro, they're dressed in white here in this scene. And in the Asian culture, um, white is the color symbol of death. <clears throat> and also, most notably, in China. Because um, in China, when they go to a... Um, when they go to funerals, they wear um, white headbands and they wear, and they wear white um, uniforms. Um they don't wear white in weddings. Uh, weddings, um, they wear, you know, a bride will wear red. Uh, red is the color fortune of, um, I mean, it's a color of fortune. So uh, for those of you who will go to a um, Chinese wedding, um, do not wear anything white because um, that is a sign of, because that is a sign of death and that's also a sign of bad luck. <clears throat> on the letter. Look, he's holding the sun in one arm and he's got a sword in the other. <laughs> oh, man. That's the mark of a true badass right there. And also, if you hear in the background, that's my cat in the litter box. Hey, keep it down over there. I'm doing a podcast. Idiot. <clears throat> oh, he cuts him down. Oh. 
I just love how the blood just sprays there. Oh, he got one in the neck. Oh, shit. Damn. Oh, slice and dice. Oh, cuts him down. Oh, oh. Oh, he stabs him. Man, that sword is covered in blood now. Oh. Now? Uh, one guy was trying to get away, but nope. He got cut down. Now he opens the gate. Sees the Shogun. His army of men. <clears throat> and he offers him a chance to be to surrender and what have you, and, <clears throat> and of course uh, he's not. And of course, as usual, he's uh, not gonna go along with it. It's like guys, you know, <laughs> give it up. He's not gonna. He's not going to surrender here. Just go on and just do what you got to do. Where I go, I will not rest until I have my revenge. Huh. Oh yeah, now they all got out their swords. Oh, that just means more cutting. Alright, he lays the sun down. Lays down his sword. Oh. Takes off the white robe. Put on a black robe now. He has uh, a robe with the Holy Crest. Symbols on both sides. <clears throat> and yep, it says that you can't kill me without damaging the crest. <laughs> Say you. Now, the Shogun tells him to take off the roll with the crest, and the Yaku clan will challenge you <laughs> to a formal duel. If you win, you may go wherever you want. You may earn your living wherever you want. So long as you stay out of Edo. We'll see to it that you will be left alone. 
he says, very well. Alright, so we get a duel right here. In the meadow here. Rondo, who's serving on the side of the, the Shogun, having a duel here with Ogami Ito. And of course the Shogun thinks that they're evenly matched. So, <laughs> yeah, let's see what happens here in this one. running towards each other now. And, oh! He uses his son! Okami used his son there with the star on his head to blind him. He cut off his head. Oh, man. And blood is just spraying out. Damn. Oh, yeah. And then we cut back to present time. We see the see the little kids there playing with the ball and singing their song. Yeah, that's a fun little ball. I would have loved to play with a ball like that as a as a kid. You see, that girl. Uh, singing the song now. Here you see signs that says left to Ianarachi, right to whatever. Oh, sorry. Covered in sand. Oh, sorry. He's still singing the song there. Yeah, again, these uh, subtitles, they go by real fast here. <laughs> oh. We get some monkeys there. Yep, some bamboo monkeys. <laughs> oh, how cute! Yeah, my uh, my aunt wants uh, my auntie Frances. By the way, shout out to her. She wants little uh, baby monkeys. <laughs> yeah, she wants a little baby monkey herself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> see oh see a man there wandering around and oh he falls to his death oh see some bandits there one with a cut across his face and one with a bandage on one eye and they say they see Ogami Ito Threatening to chop off the rope of the bridge. Hmm. 
and they're daring him to come on over. Oh, bad move, guys. Oh, and they take his sword. Tonki's sword cuts through bones without damaging the blade. One can wield that with a horseback, a sword for the battlefield. You got a nice piece. I'll hold on to it. Oh, it wipes the blood right off his robe. Oh, shit. Shouldn't have done that. Now they're teasing him. <laughs> Let me warn you. If you do anything funny, we'll stab both of you and your kid. Uh oh. see uh, I think that's the lady from before she's running around here yeah. oh oh the, looks like they're about to rape her here oh man oh man now we're seeing her tits seeing her oh jeez. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, this is a different woman. Sorry. Let me see her father. Oh, we got the dad. Right there on the sickle on a chain there. Oh, choking him to death. Ugh. Oh, man, she died. Damn. I thought she was a kid, but she had to buy a die for. How dare you enjoy her all by yourself, you fool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. 